uh, be careful who you hire and be careful who your business partners are. Okay, so uh, if you it, look at the end of the day, if you have a business, you got to really make sure that your business partners are aligned with your values. Okay, and what, where you see the company going, if they're not, they're going to make your life a living nightmare. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners or what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on innovation, disruption, women entrepreneurship, DEI, gig economy, remote economy, even the cannabis industry. Think about these industries and these disruptive technologies that really sometimes aren't as disruptive, but there's people that are just paying attention to what the market needs and they're providing that. So really think about the things that are quote unquote outside of the norm, but really help entrepreneurship to grow and fully develop. I think it's an extremely exciting time when you're talking about any type of innovation or disruption, because I think that there's so many opportunities and needs that aren't felt that are starting to be filled by different groups, different organizations, or even different industries. So what I want you to do is sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dr. Jonathan Thompson of Extract Lab. Dr. John, it's great to have you on the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super excited to have you on as well. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Dr. John so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Dr. John is the founder and CEO of Extract Lab, is a separation scientist, inventor, and entrepreneur. He received his doctorate of chemistry degree in 2001 from the University of Minnesota and has since worked on everything from secret pro projects with NASA to helping companies enter the medical cannabis market. His company helps people find success in the business of pharmaceutical-grade botanical extraction and refinement. Dr. John guides his businesses through ESG, which is environmental, social, and government governance policies, and believes we all deserve a sustainable future. Dr. John, love everything you're doing. We had lots of great laughs before I hit record. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm ready. It's going to be a good time. Yes, absolutely. And so to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit. I know I touched on a little bit. I hear a little bit more on what I like to call your CEO story. We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. Yeah, basically our business, what we do and what we've, what we've really accomplished in Extract Lab is uh, we put people into the process, processing business. So we, we help people take their biomass and bring it all the way into medical products. Uh, we do that around the world, uh, do that basically in Canada, in Europe. Uh, South and Central America, and uh, also in, in Africa, in the Far East, uh, Middle East, um, we pretty much have a global footprint. We focus strictly on the medical side of it, uh, the science side of it, if you will. That makes us have less of a market presence in the U.S. markets, but we know that as, as the U.S. starts to grow up into being more scientific in the way they do things, our company is going to really be propelled into the, into the number one spot. So we're really focused on what they call GMP solutions. 
that's really what we do. We've had a great time building that company. You, you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted to drill down a little bit more. Could you take us through a little bit more on how that process works? Like, how do you work with your clients? How do you serve them? Okay. Yeah, no problem. Typically we get, we get clients inquiries from all over the world all night long. Okay. My, mm-hmm. my, I have my not- notifications that literally, and there's a little ding on there. So I, I'm going crazy because all night long, it's going <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm a new lead coming in. It's pretty cool. But I, I've yes. talked now to people all over the world. And typically what we do is they'll, they'll look at it from a medical standpoint. Okay. We would like to create a product. We're going after this particular indication or this type particular disease or whatever. And we need help getting up and running. Sometimes they don't know what they don't know. First of all, uh, is this business right for me? There's a lot of people, I just talk right out of the business. It's, you don't have, you don't got it. Okay. You don't have the money. You don't have the license. You don't have the, the, the technical basis, but I know someone over here that, that, that can help you. So I put them together. Um, and, uh, the other things for the people who do have the, the requirements, in other words, say, here's what we're going to do. We have the money, we have the license, we have uh, all the know-how and everything. We're going to go and we got the business plan for it. We typically, we help them with their layout of their building. We give them all the equipment. We help them do all the cost calculations. We help them do the, their business plan, actually, from the standpoint of the pro formas. We do all of that also for them. And then we commission everything, get it all into their facility. We do facility designs. Um, we commission everything, meaning we're getting them up and running. So really what we're helping them do is reduce risk. So investment risk, like you have, okay, I'm going to put uh, $10 million into a facility. Okay, if I have people who haven't really done this before, it's a high-risk venture. They hire a company like mine, all that risk goes to zero. We've done it so many times before. And you can actually come to our facility in Wisconsin and see an operating facility anytime. You just come come in, knock on the door, we'll let you in. In fact, I'll probably give you a tour myself. So you can come and see what you're going to buy. And a lot of it is try before you buy. So the risk really goes out of it. We're also helping our customers traverse all the compliancy issues. There's a lot of them. And not only from the standpoint of a medical product, but also from the standpoint of local codes associated with how you would go about processing. So we just over the years, we've kind of like, oh, that, oh, we got to have that. Oh, we got to have that. So we come up with these large requirements documents. We, we make drawings for people, designs, and then we, we really shepherd them through a process where they're not compliant. When we start with them, they don't have any clue. And we actually see them del- develop into a compliant organization. It's, it's really cool. And we do that over the process of you know, three months to six months to a year, uh, depending on how fast they're moving and where, where, what jurisdiction they're in. So, so we help them traverse the compliancy question mark. And then we also reduce the business risk. We also have a tremendous amount of value and use that we you know, give to our clients. So when, when they institute our solutions, they're they're going to have the the most they're going to have the most environmentally small footprint of anybody out there, and we we always encourage them to use that in their branding because people care about that. And if you're going to you're going to try to save the planet by plant, making plants and bringing them out and selling natural solutions to people who don't would rather have a natural drug rather than a, a, a pharmaceutical drug. A lot of times, you know, you want to have. You want to make sure that you have all the, the, the everything all put together. Okay. So we really help them figure out all of those items. Yeah. What would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? This could be for yourself personally, the secret business, sauce? or a combination of both. But what right. do you feel that's your part in making Oh, it's easy. easy. It's easy. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> hey, you got to donate. Okay. <laughs> that's basically it. Seriously. Okay. If you're not that guy, you're not, you're not going to make it in the startup world. 
if you're not that guy, you're not a startup CEO. Okay. So really it may be that as you grow up, obviously you need to run uh, your business from a process standpoint. You're going to layer in strategy as you go along. You're going to have to, you're going to have to grow up, but you still need the core team of someone who's going to push things along. We've all seen large companies or whatever, they lose their ability to innovate or they lose their ability to be the inventive cutting on the inventive cutting edge, or they lose that ability. And um, that's because they've, uh, they've lost uh, the people who are, who are giving blood. Okay. Um, in other words, this is my life work and I, I really like that. And this is what's going to happen. We're going to build it up and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be really big. So the culture that uh, you need to it, it foster within your, within your company would be one that rewards the people who are, who are doing doing that kind of work? Why are they there? Are they there because of the twenty percent raise that they're going to get? Are they are they there for the the end goal? Yeah, probably they're there, but for that, but they're also there independent of any of that thing because they believe that their their mind it's their mindset, it's the company values. Okay, so once you get a bunch of those people that are all think the same, they become a culture, and this is how we operate, and that those that's really where. That's that. That is really the secret sauce. That's the secret sauce. So getting the right people that are all aligned with your values. Now, your values can change from company to company. Like one of our core values is we deliver the wow. Pretty simple, right? Okay. If you're not delivering the wow, you don't, you don't really, you're not, you're not, not fitting in. Okay. That's okay. Maybe your job is not to deliver the wow, but you, we want people to deliver the wow. Okay. <laughs> We also deliver the next. Okay, what does that mean? We have to we have to innovate to deliver the next thing for our customer. Those are the types of things. If if you're not involved in that, if you don't embody those, it's not that you don't fit. But maybe you go to corporate America where they don't they're not really worried about that, right? Maybe they're more interest, interested in maintaining something. Um, you want to build build the next, right? Build the next. I think that's our that's our core value. So it's it's the builder mentality, right? Oh, we're building something. We're going somewhere. So getting that, getting those people who are all willing to give blood, sweat, and tears. If you have those people on the bus, you can really do a very, very good startup. And that includes your financial people, by the way. Not just, not just your entrepreneurs, but the financial people. The financial people always want to say to the entrepreneur, where's your, where's your skin in the game? And my answer to that is, are you kidding me? We're spending our entire lives just, just up every early, up late at night. Blah, 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 blah. We're not sitting here just taking a check from you. Okay, we're, we're, we're going forward. We're moving somewhere. In three years, we're going to be a $120 million company with a, with a, with a 40% bottom line. Would you believe it? 40%. Okay, how are you going to get there? Okay, that's the vision that you need to have. And people, there's movers and shakers, and then there's just people who want to ride along. Those are the guys you got to not, not have around, otherwise they're going to ruin your company. I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Getting up early and doing some exercise. I think that's a, that's a big thing, and it just helps everything. And I think that's, I've been doing that now for many, many, many years. I've had, I've had my sense where I stopped doing it to get too busy, but that's, that's something that, that, that I think is really extremely important to being effective. And what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget, which is a little bit more of a word of wisdom, piece of advice. It might be something you touched on. You could tell a client this, or if you hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Mm-hmm. Uh, be careful who you hire and be careful who your business partners are. Okay. So if you it, look at the end of the day, if you have a business, 
you got to really make sure that your business partners are aligned with your values. Okay. And what, where you see the company going, if they're not, they're going to make your life a living nightmare. And so they, they may even make it a legal nightmare, in fact, or they may continuously hamstring your company for the rest of your time. So make sure that you pick your partners. Don't be so cavalier. Absolutely. Appreciate that. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Dr. John, what does being a CEO mean to you? I guess it means uh, a couple things. Uh, first of all, responsibility and leadership. Um, obviously, responsibility because you you are responsible for not only the well-being of the people that work with you and your partners and your um, all the employees and everything. You're responsible for that. So it is a it's a huge responsibility. Two, I think that if you see the CEO position as merely a financial position, I, I think that that does not do it justice. So it's much more than that. It's 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 learning and caring for those who are around you and helping them all going together, creating a future almost together. So that, that's what a CEO means to me. And the leadership there, you don't always get it right. You might, you might make a wrong move. You might, and it might cost you either financially or maybe, maybe even people in your company say, oh, what an idiot. He, he made the wrong financial decision. He made the wrong move there. And now we're paying for it. Yep. We're probably all paying for it together. <laughs> no, that, that happens. You can understand who your friends are in that in those instances, right? And don't 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 run your business with hubris. That's the other thing. So just be very humble about it, if as much as you can. Listen to people around you. Get and those two things are really what I you know, really what I really think of as as, as a CEO. Awesome. 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 I love those two things, the responsibility and that leadership and leadership yeah. is not perfect. I think understanding as well, too, we will make mistakes, but making sure that you have the leadership to sometimes stand up and say you made the mistake, but on an even deeper level, continue to lead even, you know, when things don't go, you know, according to plan is absolutely huge. Right. So Dr. John, I truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. No problem. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Oh yeah, okay, no problem. Look, if, if, you're, if you are all thinking about getting into the wonderful world of hemp and hemp-based products or botanical or even this healthy living category that a lot everybody's talking about, that particular category, is growing a uh, 20% compounding growth rate. It's got billions and billions of dollars left to harvest. There's this old, old saying where it goes, all boats are rising with the tide. That's true. Get out your surfboard, you'll find it out, okay? <laughs> because there's a lot of really great opportunities here. Um, and what's awesome about it is that it's, it's uh, restricted enough now where there's a lot of opportunities for small business to get involved. So tremendous proliferation of small business. So just some advice for young aspiring entrepreneurs. There's, there's a lot of ways you can get into the business. And when you do, we can help you work on that. We can help you, we can help you raise money, actually, even help you with your business plan. Get, get, get it going and, and look at those markets that are really growing and have a long runway of growth. And those are the, those are the ones that you really want to be looking at. So people can get in touch with us by going to extractlab.com, E-X-T-R-A-K-T lab.com lab.com and uh, there's a resources page slash resources on there i tell you there's tremendous we do a tremendous amount of industry education we have many courses that are free we have podcasts we have calculators we have downloadable guides we have all of those things that are available we we know we're number one in education in in this industry no question about it of all the vendors that are out there we are number one so yeah, look us up on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn, pretty active on there. So 
happy to always talk and uh, you got some ideas for podcasts and stuff, shoot them my way. Awesome. 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 Dr. Don, truly appreciate you for, you know, sharing your expertise, your zone of genius and all the awesome things that you all are doing. Of course, taking some time with us today, we will have the links and information in the show notes, but like I said, and I'll reiterate again, a lot of times to see further, you have to stand on the shoulders of giants. So thank you for being a giant and providing so much information and knowledge as you did today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by CB nation and blue 16 media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.